Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about a book called The Age of the Unthinkable. <clears throat> Complex manipulations attempt to control the environment as a means to the end rather than individual characters. Ramos advocated being the rebel. The rebel disrupts, imbalances, and forces new innovation at the edge of chaos. High disequilibrium is the objective necessary to create the change of sorts. Earthquakes, financial meltdowns, subprime panics, shakeups the global institution structures and governments causing them to react with stimulus bills and emergency funding. At the same time that the chaos and confusion is running strong, there is an invisible and real logic running in hidden in the systems. Power and decision makers decentralized to people. Centralized decision making yields to autonomous agents and humanist investments in people increase, creating a new social engineer, engineering. Investment in infrastructure, innovation, education, and healthcare radically transform the group into a better and more resilient system a phoenix rising from the ashes. Resiliency is the objective of the hidden logic and rebellion. Self-organizing principle and behavior are part of the sand pile. Complexity increases with the network as more agents join and self-healing of the autonomous agents promote innovation and change. The group starts to behave like an immune system and swarms potential threats and recovers from disasters through anonymous action. The empowerment of the group is believed to overcome the destabilizing evil of the bad agents. The fight starts with a fight. The fight starts by manipulation of the environment. The battle between good and evil depends on the creative and imagination of the coherent groups of like agents working in cooperation to the betterment of the system. Good agents confront bad agents and persuade, pursue that, persuade them to change through debate and argument rather than violence. The battle of ideas is the method of change. The sand pile theory suggests that grains of sand are being added to the pile, forming a cone shape. No one knows what the grains of sand added will cause an avalanche of sand. The sand pile is both self-organized and unstable. The instability is intrinsic to the system because of complexity. The key is to watch variables in the environment causing the complexity for signs of change. Change is not predictable. However, external forces can cause change causing the sand pile to slide. Large and long-lived institutions can destabilize and break down. Inflation concerns and the tightening of money supply in China can cause investors to buy dollars. The earthquake disaster in Haiti drops in, caused drops in German production and destabilizing euro can cause investors to buy dollars. Central banks concern in Europe can pressure Japan to extend credit to Europe.
In 2009, the financial meltdown destroyed many small banks, but large banks and security firm were set to re report record profits and employ pay payouts. Banks like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman, Morgan Stanley, Asset, Messenger, Ma Asset Managers, BlackRock, and Franklin Resources, and online trade trader Charles Schwab. Analysts reported projected earnings of $449 billion and employee payments of $145 billion. The profits are a part of the result of consolidation. J.P. Morgan acquired Washington Mutual, Bear Stearns, and Bank of America bought Merrill Lynch and Countrywide. Okay, I want to talk about the $10 trillion BlackRock. BlackRock manages over $10 trillion in assets. The, it's heavily invested in fossil fuel industry at $260 billion in investment and has invested $6 billion in civilian gun manufacturing and retailers and $36 billion in military weapons. Okay, some of the top companies that BlackRock owns has ownership in is Exxon, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, Marathon Petroleum, and spent $15.5 billion in Amerco, Saudi Arabia's state-owned oil and gas company. BlackRock has spent $34 billion in companies that develop, develop coal assets. And it remains the single largest institutional investor in coal at $109 billion. It includes um, $1.2 billion in Andy Group's Dirty Coal Mine Project, or in uh, Andy's Group's Coal Mine Project, which has over 100 companies um, in Australia. Okay, it's also invested in uh, military. Lockheed Martin, Boeing, General Dynamics, Northrop Grumman, and Raytheon. And it's also uh, investing in social media, Facebook, Coca-Cola, Amazon, Lockheed Martin, Philip Morris, and Chevron. Okay, it also owns several banks, banking structures, including a huge investment in the largest bank in China. Okay, going back, uh, Richard Simler, and the point of that is, is the these, the, um, BlackRock is a huge asset manager in its it and if tensions in China increase we could see large sell-off uh, or repositioning of those assets so just like in we're talking about the uh, sand slide you see these big asset managers that could start a sand slide if they change direction. Richard Simler manages Simcoe. Simcoe empowered employees to solve company problems. Simcoe started to transform workers, cross-train to provide increased flexibility, and workers solve problems. The old method of doing business were abandoned. The company is reallocated. New ventures started with profit-sharing terms. In 2002, Simcoe was one of the founders of Tarpon Investments. 
in 2005, Simcoe partnered with Pitney Bowes in document and postal management. And 2006, Bioenergy Project was created. Simcoe produces mixers for chemicals and in 1984 began manufacturing refrigeration equipment and by 86 was uh, manufacturing refrigeration equipment. The company is constantly changing. People can act. Small action can create change. Millions of people acting in a small way can transform how things are done. How? Okay, so let's look, look at some questions. Does complexity necessarily persuade men to do good? Hmm. Well, complexity definitely increases fear, but complexity also increases flexibility. So if you say that um, being flexible and adjustable to the needs of your company is good, then yes, complexity creates good. Does rebellion and disruption of the established institutions transform institutions into more responsible, adaptive organizations of empowered individuals? The answer to that is, it depends. It depends because the, the definition of innovation is to disrupt the establishment by newer and better technology or uh, products and services. And so uh, the distribution of wealth moves from the established organizations or institutions to the new uh, um, companies that are emerging with new products. So it will then have an effect on established institutions by either acquiring these new um, services and technology and products or competing and blocking them. So it can go either way. Uh, most likely that, you know, like when you look at the GM and the EV1, for example, they had the electric vehicle. They had the long-range 70-mile-an-hour electric vehicle way before Tesla's uh, popular Roadster came out. And it was on the market. thousand people had it, but it was shut down because they preferred they preferred uh gas-powered internal combustion engines but now as things have got more electric GE G, GM is now moving large number of their cars to electric and trying to reduce down the carbon footprint will American re remain resilient during periods of high debt high government spending and stronger regulation governance well, it's very difficult. As high debt increases, you have high inflation. Inflation reduces down the buying power of your money, and that makes it harder on the middle class. In fact, it destroys the middle class and moves more people into poverty, which then they rely heavier on social programs for relief. Are moral systems more stable than immoral state systems? I like to think they are because you don't have uh, things like theft or you, had, you have people that you can trust and trust is important. But we're moving now into this new era of zero trust where everything has to be verified, audited, and confirmed. 
How is the network of small businesses transforming? Has the global paradox been challenged? Is the death of small business leading to large monopolies, bigger businesses, and higher prices? I think it is. I, th I think that there has been a, a decline in small business startups. Uh, it's more difficult now to get funding with inflation increasing. Uh, high tech has had a big sell-off. And, and so uh, the innovation is not transforming businesses fast enough to offset the effects of inflation. Why did big business keep $900 billion in reserves? I think they weren't getting clear signals from the Democrats and that caused uh, panic. And with Trump, they got clearer signals. They were willing to invest in expanding capital improvements. Today, I think that they're, they're kind of cautious. Um, will China be able to sustain their growth? China is the place to watch. China has been investing in, in infrastructure and growth. However, China's loan rate has been huge. Um, China has been increasing expenditures by 1.2 trillion. State banks have been forced to loan. You know what is happening with the, the China is that they've moved to sovereign wealth funds and they've got into private uh, investments and they have a lot of money that has been diversified now through CICS and those portfolios are very big and the question is is uh, will they be able to keep uh, above the above the earnings above uh, their debt liabilities will the US export to China increase exponentially over the decade I don't think so I think that there's going to be a separation more for China to, to sell goods into uh, Indonesia, South Asia, um, Myanmar, Indonesia, Philippines, or let's see, uh, the South Asia, and there, there's going to be more of a, a separation there. What happens when the Fed soaks up over a, a trillion dollars in reserves? Well, that's a good thing, right? It removes out of uh, circulation hot money. Uh, money gets tighter, economy gets uh, cools down, and uh, we get back to better valuations on our money. Will banks report record earnings for the next decade? I don't think so. I think the banks are fairly weak right now. What happens when China stops selling the Rembi? I don't think it will. Um, if anything, China is pushing for the yuan to become the reserve currency. Why is uh, hot money flowing so fast into China? Real estate. The real estate bubble uh, formed. A lot of building, a lot of acceleration there. But I don't know if the market actually has the demand for it, uh, all the building. And so there could be a correction there. Why is China resistant to a strong yuan? It wants, it wants U.S. imports to remain strong. It needs the trade deficit. Uh, the trade set deficit is inflationary, so they're using money to buy treasuries to offset the strength of the yuan. Will uh, large China auto companies purchase portions of GM and Chrysler? That's a maybe. I mean, they are buying a lot of companies, and I was surprised how many U.S. companies are... Um, partially owned by sovereign wealth funds. What is the relationship between gold and banking reserves? Well, there should be a legal 
ratio. Uh, what is the wand and euro link? Is the wand and euro link? Yes. Um, how is the e-banks transforming China? Well, um, they they were being used heavily, but when Chinese were able to become rich, they bought cars, and so there was a uh, less demand for for the e-bike. E-bike. Okay, here's some advice. Prosperity is based on the law of righteousness. America is a land of promise because the people are righteous, God-fearing people. God blesses those who are righteous. The people that possess the land of America must remain righteous to preserve their inheritance. America is a choice land above all other lands, freedom, liberty, resources, law, and vision. God will not tolerate an unrighteous people to possess America. Repentance from unrighteousness restores the people to productive, uh, productivity, industrialism, and safety. And those are really the best advices that you can uh, receive in this turmoilous time.